This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Squeeze Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Good morning and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Bryce Corbett. It's Monday, June 20. In Squiz Kids Today, Young Archie's winners announced the world's best theme parks, Aussies start strong in swim championships and meet the bum-breathing turtle. That's what's making news, kids style. The Lowdown The winners of the 2022 Young Archies were announced on the weekend, and once again, the artistic talent of Aussie kids was on full display. The Young Archies are the kids' version of the Archibald Prize, the most prestigious portrait painting prize in Australia. A portrait is a painting of a person. A self-portrait is when an artist paints him or herself. There were a record 2,400 kids entering portraits in this year's awards, with judges selecting 70 finalists in the different age categories, and 20 honourable mentions were handed out too. Among the winning works of art were two portraits of kids' grandfathers, a beautiful portrait of one young artist's non-verbal brother, and a self-portrait by a five-year-old. All the finalists are on display at the New South Wales Art Gallery until the end of August, but if you can't get there or you can't wait, check out the link to photos of the finalists in today's episode notes. It's budget day tomorrow in the state of New South Wales, so you're going to hear plenty about it in the next 48 hours. Yesterday, the government there announced funding had been set aside in the budget to ensure the Aboriginal flag flies permanently atop the Sydney Harbour Bridge, alongside the Australian flag, a step that was yesterday being hailed as both symbolic and important. globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a news story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in Tenerife in Spain, where a water park has just been named the top theme park in the world by travel company TripAdvisor. Called Siam Park, it's a popular water park, but I checked out the YouTube video of it and frankly, I think our very own Wet n Wild is better. A medieval village theme park in France came in second, which also looks a bit dodgy to me, while third place was taken out by a huge theme park with some pretty serious roller coasters in Brazil. Now we're talking. There's no Disneyland or Disney World on the list. The closest one to home is a water park in Bali, and the Dolly Parton theme park in the United States gets a good rap too. I think I might need to be on the judging panel for next year. Seriously. Sport time! The World Swimming Championships started on Saturday and continue until Friday. They're being held in Hungary, and I think you could say that the Aussie swimmers are hungry for medals. Now, where's that dad joke alarm? Ah, there it is. 
By the end of the first day, Australia had two gold medals and a silver. Shayna Jack, who was gunning for seven medals this week, got her comeback party started in the 4x100 women's freestyle relay and brought the Aussies home to gold. In the men's relay, South Aussie Kyle Chalmers swam one of the fastest legs in history to bring Australia up from fifth to a silver. Ten weeks ago, he was just recovering from shoulder surgery and wasn't expected to make the team. Kyle said he was inspired by freestyler Elijah Winnington's earlier swim when he pulled away in the last lap of the 400 metres to get the gold after a disappointing swim at the Olympics last year. He was a favourite to win in Tokyo but came in seventh. Elijah told News Corp that he'd thought about quitting swimming because he felt like he'd let the country down. Now, however, he's a role model for not giving up. Elijah Winnington. What a win uh. Yeah, okay, I'll stop now. Squeeze Kids Salutes. Today's Squeeze Kids Salutes goes to the kids of Mount George Public School, just west of Taree in New South Wales, whose efforts to help save the endangered Manning River helmeted turtle are just sensational. The kids have written an excellent picture book about Manny the Manning River Turtle. The book is called Manny Rivers to Cross. See what they did there? And I've stuck a link to it in today's episode notes. It tells the story of Manny, who was caught by poachers and put up for sale on the internet before being rescued by quick-thinking animal park rangers. It's beautifully written and illustrated and full of fun facts about one of Australia's most amazing turtles. Did you know, for instance, that unlike most turtles which breathe through their noses, the Manning River turtle breathes through its bum? Imagine what its breath must smell like. Did you know that each week, as part of the exclusive content we produce for all of our Squiz Kids for Schools classrooms around the country and parents who've signed up to our Apple subscriber specials, we produce what's called a shortcut, a 10-minute deep dive on a topic of high interest to kids. And this week's shortcut is all about learning disabilities, what they are, how you have to be pretty special to have one, and what they have to do with Harry Potter and Albert Einstein. If it sounds like something you'd be interested in, keep listening at the end of this episode for an edited version of this week's shortcut. A little taste, if you will. You're very welcome. And, of course, there are links in today's episode notes to free trials of Squiz Kids for Schools and the Apple subscriber specials. Time for the Squiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. In which country are the World Swimming Championships being held this week? I'll give you a hint. It might have been the subject of a dad joke. Yeah, that's right, it's Hungary. Question number two. What's the name of the portrait prize competition that was announced on the weekend? Yeah, that's right, it's the Young Archies. Question number three. Which part of their body do Manning River turtles use to breathe? Yeah, you got it, it's their bum. Ew. Shout-outs. 
It's June 20. Today is Squiz founder Claire Kimball's birthday. Happy birthday, boss. And if you like Squiz Kids, you should definitely check out The Squiz. It's a similar sort of thing, but for adults. It's also a special day for these Squiz Kids celebrating a birthday today. Meg from Harvey Bay, Isla from Middle Park, Alice from McDowell, Thomas from North Plimpton, Dylan from West Pennant Hills, Theodore from French's Forest, Emma from Orange, Alice from Stafford Heights and Marley from Davidson. And belated birthday shout-outs go to John from Catherine, Jack from Cecil Park, Pepper from Mwillumbar, Luke from Canberra, Hazel from Sydney and Jack from New South Wales. And classroom shout-outs today go to Class 56E at Carlton Public School and a happy birthday to their teacher, Mrs Elmere. To Year 56 and Ms Fisher at Craig Byrne Primary School. Class 6N and Mrs Namor at Caddy's Creek Public School in Glenwood and to Year 6 Madang and Year 2 Midjuburi, both from the Hills Grammar School in Kenthurst. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout-out or if you're after a classroom shout-out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au. Well, that's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime... Get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. This is a Squiz Kids podcast. Your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. Welcome to this sneak peek of a Squiz Kids shortcut, the 10-minute deep dive we produce each week as part of our Squiz Kids for Schools and Apple Podcast subscriber specials. In this week's shortcut, we're exploring the who, what and why of learning disabilities. I'm Amanda Bauer. And I'm Bryce Corbett. Why? So, a learning disability only affects you when you're learning? Yeah, or when you're needing to use the skills in that area of learning. So, here's an example. Right. Let's say you have a learning disability around numbers. Uh-huh. Obviously, that's going to affect you at school when you're trying to learn maths. Yeah. But if you don't get help, then it will continue to affect you when you're a grown-up. So difficulty with numbers could mean that you have a hard time when you need to pay bills or add simple things up in your head Mm -hmm. or remember important dates like birthdays. And no one wants to forget a birthday. No way. (laughs) So if you have a learning disability, you have it for life, right? You do. In that way, it's similar to other disabilities. Learning disabilities aren't diseases and they can't be cured. What? Bryce, our government estimates that up to one in ten Australians have a learning disability and the most common by far is dyslexia. So what does it feel like when you have dyslexia? Well, my students with dyslexia said that it was really frustrating trying to read. For some of them, the words and letters kind of blended together Mm. or the spaces between the words were lost. Right. Sometimes they mixed up letters. So instead of reading felt, F-E-L-T, they saw left, L-E-F-T. They had to work really hard to read. And because of that, sometimes they didn't actually get the meaning of what they were reading because they had to concentrate so hard on the words. Makes sense. But if they listened to a book being read aloud, they were fantastic at comprehension. Of course. Now, I've heard that some pretty famous people had or have dyslexia. Is that true? 
It sure is. So people say that Albert Einstein had either dyslexia or another learning disability. He didn't learn to speak until he was quite a large toddler. Wow. The scientist Charles Darwin is famous for his theory of evolution Mm. or how living things adapt to their environment. Yeah. But he's also famous for his terrible spelling and punctuation. Wow. Now, no one was testing kids for dyslexia or other learning disabilities back in the 1800s or Mm. in Einstein's day, so we can't know for sure. Yeah. And, you know, my favourite is probably the children's book author and illustrator Patricia Palacco. Okay. She didn't learn to read until she was 40. Wow. And a teacher finally realised that she had dyslexia and worked with her. Mm-hmm. Before then, people thought she was lazy or not smart. Right. And now she's written dozens and dozens of award-winning books. Wow! I've put a link in your episode notes to the book Thank You, Mr Faulkner, which is all about that special teacher and her struggles at school before he came along. Teachers really can change kids' lives, can't they? Absolutely. So, Amanda, you said dyslexia was the most common learning disability. What are some others? Well, you know Daniel Radcliffe, the actor who played Harry Potter in the movies? Oh, yeah. So he has dysgraphia, which means difficulty with writing, graphia, writing. Okay. So, again, every person is different, but dysgraphia often means that your handwriting is really hard to read, Mm. that you might get a sore hand from writing or sit in an unusual position, or the words that you put down on paper might be in a weird sort of order. Right. So you might have amazing ideas for a story or other writing, and you just really struggle to get it down on paper. Mm-hmm. You know who else is believed to have had dysgraphia? Who? Agatha Christie. No way. How? So some kids might spend extra time with a special teacher who can give them strategies to help with their dyslexia or dysgraphia or dyscalculia. Exactly. And then there might be things that you do in the classroom too. For example, I had a student with dysgraphia who basically did an Agatha Christie. He jotted down his plan, which was fairly messy and a bit hard to read, Mm -hmm. and then he dictated his story or essay straight into the computer. Amazing. And let me tell you, Bryce, it was amazing to see what an incredible writer he was once he didn't actually have to hold a pencil. That must have felt so good for him to be able to express his ideas. And that's one of the most important things for all kids to remember. Having a learning disability does not mean that you're not smart. Your brain just works a little differently and you may need extra help and you will have to persevere, which means keep going and not giving up. You might also need some strategies to help you stay calm when things get frustrating. Yeah, definitely. And don't forget that even if one part of school is tricky, there can be others that aren't. And outside of school, you might be an incredible musician or sports person or artist or chef. If you liked what you heard and you want to hear more, there are links in today's episode notes to free trials of our subscriber offering Squiz Kids for Schools, if you're a teacher listening in a classroom, or the Apple Podcast subscriber specials, if you're a parent or guardian listening at home. You can listen to the whole of the Learning Disability Shortcut and also explore an entire back catalogue of other cool shortcuts. Or if you're feeling adventurous, dive into our Squiz the World podcast, where we take listeners on an audio excursion to a different country each week. Thanks for listening. Over and out.